Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, Kat, and with me today, Yippee, is Vigard, who's got the biggest, spaciest <laughs> voice in the world because yes. I can hear, well, my microphone can hear him through my headphones. Does that make sense? My microphone no. is recording this, this deep rumble through <laughs> through my headphones. Either that or it's coming, vibrating through my skull, cranium, and sending vibrations to the microphone vibrations. or something ran- yes. random. Vibrations, yeah. Vibrations, vibrations on your base frequency, so you... And that, that's all I can say before I, you know. What we talked about <laughs> in the last episode was chakras and alignment and planets and stuff. Oh, and my it's the God. Same thing. Oh, my frequency is, I need my frequency change then. Yes, you probably do. Because it's too base. <laughs> <laughs> you need to up your base frequency so it so it's in tune with your inner self or something like oh, that. Oh, so it aligns or it, it, it's, it's, it's... Whatever. Okay, whatever. <laughs> okay, whatever. It's whatever. It's not wobbling. I see. Oh, man. Uh, this this episode is starting out really well. I think I've discovered something phenomenal already. I could sell this. I could package this. I could put it in the thing. You, you actually, you probably could. I'm dead serious. You probably could sell it. <laughs> Scarily. Probably you could. know what they're saying, in, selling in Norway? Well, you know what they do were tell. selling in Norway? Prayers. What? And they probably do that where you are as well. Prayers. They're selling yeah. prayers. You could call right. somewhere. And I think it was around yeah. two pounds a minute to talk to a priest who would pray for you uh, until the uh, Norwegian whatever authority uh, learned about it through the press and knocked the whole thing over. So so is that similar to buying a thought for the day or yeah. similar to those yeah. little boxes? I think they used to call them promise boxes, like little, little scriptures written out and you pull one out and, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's your thought for the day, it's your scripture yeah. for the day. I mean, I do understand that priests need to make money as well, but yeah. Do they? <laughs> oh, well, uh, we're not even going to go down that question. conversation. No, that's a sticky one. That's a <laughs> it is a sticky one. one. <laughs> <laughs> Very sticky. <laughs> we leave uh, that for the, for a bar somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want to know the rest of that conversation, you'll have to join us for a drink somewhere, yeah. somewhere random. Um, what's going on in your universe today? Well, uh, apart from the fact that the snow is gone, and I'm going to leave it at that, we suddenly had Ooh. Dubai temperatures here for a few days. So everything, yeah. I'm, no snow. Uh, I actually, I, I has a sad. Why? Uh, it's wrong. No. Well, so as you, as you know, we've had, well, we still have five rabbits in the house, of which two are in my office with me here. Uh, yeah, but now the time has come to find a new <laughs> home for two of them. And we knew that because we were just taking care of them for a while. But now they are queued up and ready for being moved to someone <laughs> else. So there was someone here yesterday looking at the rabbits. And uh, they're, they're all rabbits have actually been taken by the fox. So Lovely. they are looking. They've improved their rabbit home and uh, they've... they've uh, fox proved it more security more yes security. and they are now looking for you know more a replacement yes more fox food fox. <laughs> 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 anyway so never here i don't know if they will will get them uh that's up to the um what would you call that the 
so we don't technically own these rabbits. We just take care of them. So it's up you're to the them. organization that's taking care oh, of the whole thing to oh, have so the adoption process. An, oh, I see. Yes. Oh, so it's a proper, proper thing for oh, rabbits. Oh, yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I know this happens for dogs and cats. Why have you, yeah. you foster a dog? And yeah. then it goes with the, the forever family. Yeah. Forever. Forever family. But you know, they're really, really cuddly, and they've been in my office with oh. me for so, for several oh. weeks. And I, so, what I do, so say after we've recorded a podcast, I usually take oh, a break. So I will, I will sit oh. with the bunnies, and I will jump. You know, sit, sit in my lap. Oh no! And we will cuddle. Stop, you're putting images in my head. Yeah. Oh, God, you're easy to be now. This big tough Norwegian Viking sitting <laughs> armchair cuddling a bunny. Can you say? Yes. Oh, so I'm actually quite fond of them. So uh, anyway, I hope they'll oh. just have a find a happier home. We can't have five. Broken in the world. We can't, have, can't five have five rabbits. So no, it's no. Uh, well. I probably we probably could, but you know, it's a lot of work. And my my take on that is that it's always about responsibility. You hear about these people who have like twenty five rabbits, seven cats, three dogs, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And they all. Yeah live miserable lives and i don't want to be one of those guys so i'd rather you know send them off to someone else who can who can handle them and you know they they're having they have a good life here but having five rabbits over time you can't give them all the attention they need so it's just how it is yeah oh you should listen to yourself it's hilarious uh, <laughs> So after the uh, after the one being adopted, we go back to the foster organization or the the organization and have some more little ones or uh, not at the moment. No, not at the okay. moment. So I'm uh, I'm about to embark on a house. I'm gonna we're gonna build an extension to the house. Ooh, so we're gonna, so yeah. we can house more bunnies. Oh <laughs> uh, well, that's not the primary reason. <laughs> but during that period, <laughs> we won't take on. Yeah, during that period, but we won't take on more. But probably after that, what we'll do is that we'll build some proper stuff, some pro a proper fostering area yeah. for the fostering rabbits, so we can, rabbits. yeah, so we can do this in a more organised manner than just taking up space in my office. So, because I, I actually need my office, I haven't been able to shoot a video for months. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's I don't know. I reckon you stand in the rabbit enclosure and shoot videos i think it'd be quite i guess i could and it was your jumping rabbits yeah. all over yeah yeah it'd be fab i would def definitely give you a different uh target market wouldn't it oh the bunny <laughs> yeah cool so that's the end of the rabbit scene yeah. so i won't be seeing them behind one of you them, one of them just flopped next to me they're so oh. cute did i just destroy my <laughs> reputation you sure did. <laughs> oh, I can hear all the old woman wet ninnikers right now. Yeah. So what are we talking about today? Well, I um, I can't get the thought of rabbits out of my head now, right now. But <laughs> I, uh, I, I've been undertaking a little project lately with somebody else, not you. Mm, I've been strange. What? Are you cheating? What? I am cheating big time. Oh. Um, and... And, 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 and I'm writing a book. So I'm writing a book and it's for children, which has been entertaining. But Cat writing <laughs> books for children. No swear words. No, not a single swear word in what? sight. Not Your job. One. Must have been tough. Cross, crossword. <laughs> it's not that bad. Um, my business partner in this particular little project 
she is very creative. So she's doing all the creative side of things, all the content, and I am, I'm a very process-driven person. I like to do things and organize things and get things finished and what have you. So I'm doing all the rest of it because I've you know, published books before and all the rest of it. So that's my role. Um, and it's interesting to to listen because she's never done something like this before and I've published two books. And when I've talked to people in the creative industry because she's in the creative industry, she She's had a wobble, what I call the wobble, and everybody gets the wobble, even people who are not creative. But majority of time I see it is with creative people who devalue or don't see the value in their talent and don't like to put a value on their talent because they don't think they're very good at what they do or they don't think that people will see them as very good at what they do or they have people telling them, but what if you fail? And they get really worried that what they are doing is not going to be good enough is this a variation of the imposter syndrome you're listening to the grow your salon fast show with cat and vagard remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com i think so yeah it is a variation of the imposter syndrome because i reminded me of i've been looking for an illustrator for this book as well and when I spoke to one that I really liked her work, um, I was chatting to her and inevitably her fee came up. And I said, and, you know, what kind of ballpark figure are you looking? Obviously, it will change and I understand how things work. You know, if it gets bigger or smaller and why have you, we can't put in absolute pinpoint the price. But, you know, what kind of thing are you looking at? And she says, well, I don't like to charge very much. And I said, well, that's not my question. Mm. But she says, well, I mean, I'd like to do it for free. And I said, well, I'm not going to accept that for you from you because I expect to pay for your services and you are an amazing artist and you should be, well, you know, I don't know if I'm worth it. So things like that, she's really was really putting her into a position of undervaluing herself and undervaluing her skills. And what she wasn't saying is that I can't do that. What, what she does I couldn't do that for myself and that's why I've got to her to ask her to do it but I wish to pay for her services because I think for me it's about I can't get it in your house she's convenient she's awesome she's going to deliver on time all the rest of it so all the things that I find valuable she doesn't see that's her value hmm. do you know what I mean yeah. so when we when I and when I talk to salon owners I get the same thing and that's called well, I'm calling it the wobble you wobble between, am I going? Am I good enough to do what I'm doing? Am I good enough to put a value on what I'm doing? Or am I just someone who's trained to do something and I just do it? Right. And unfortunately, in the industry as a whole, what you see is that there's a big devaluation of people's skills and talents, especially when it comes to things like pricing, when we talked about you know, giving stuff away for free, you yeah. start to become that free person and you start to devalue what you're... This you're reminds me of something, I think I mentioned in the previous episode that I was at, um, I was holding a seminar, well, I was presenting at a seminar. Mm -hmm. and, um, and there I said that there's one thing that you're good at what you do, but being good at what you do doesn't mean you're good at doing business. And this is part of that. If you're good at doing business, you understand you understand that you're delivering a value and that the money you get from people is supposed to pay for that value. Mm -hmm. And if you don't value what you do, if you think that what you contribute is worth nothing, 
then you know you can't expect to earn much either because you won't recognize that actually you're delivering a value and you're getting paid for that that value is what you're getting paid for um, and the value isn't necessarily down to the thing that you're providing, like the haircut or whatever. We've know. talked about this before. Yeah. It's about the outcome you're providing, exactly. right? Exactly. What you're providing to that client's life, exactly. for a better word. Yeah. What you're actually providing. And I, I know a lot of people compare things when they talk about hairdressers and, and people say, oh, well, you know, you wouldn't go to a lawyer and ask them to do something for nothing because they're not going to. They charge mm -hmm. by the minute and every time you pick up the phone, there's another invoice that comes through to you. So they, that's true. You know, they, <laughs> every, every opportunity, they will charge, um, <laughs> even if it's just for a chat. So <laughs> My lawyer is like that. He, well, he's, the, he's a nice guy. He doesn't always charge per email or something. So I think he, he charges once in a while. It depends on what it is. But when he does, it's like his bill is like, uh, 10 minutes responding to the email by blah blah date <laughs> and topic subject blah blah so he's like 10 minutes there and then it's like seven minute phone conversation about topic why and then just yeah and <laughs> isn't it hilarious. funny because you could almost have an invoice that was perpetual because like two minutes to prepare this invoice another two mm -hmm. minutes to prepare that invoice that the sentence I just wrote, another two minutes to write that sentence I just wrote before, another two minutes, yeah. and it could just go on and on and on. And I know that sounds ridiculous and it sounds like, um, it sounds silly, but lawyers are trained and their time is their money. Oh, yeah. And they all you're buying from a lawyer is opinion based on what they've researched. When you're buying from a salon, you're buying skills and talents that you have also learnt and being trained to do over a period of years and not everybody else can do it. So people are buying that experience and that skill set. Yeah. But they're also buying the intangible things that are given when they've had that service. Isn't that is, funny, by the way? Yeah, sorry. No, yes, right. Interrupt. No, no it's just, isn't it funny uh, how you can have, you can take one very, very skilled, you can take two highly skilled hairdressers, say, or therapists, doesn't matter. If you place one somewhere in rural England and the other one in Hollywood, yep. the one in Hollywood could charge probably 10, 20 times as much. Yeah, and there's ge geographical differences for sure, but they're not that much different. They they're can't do, they, they are equally good at the stuff they yeah. do, but they can yeah. charge totally different prices. I've even heard people say, well, I can't charge on your, I'd love to be at that level of that person and be able to charge that much. I said, but you are at the level of that person. Mm -hmm. Why can't you charge that much? Oh, because they've had their name in a magazine. Mm -hmm. So what? It's easy to get your name in a magazine. Yeah. You can actually buy your name in a magazine if you want okay. to. You're no different to that skill level, or you might be, but you know, that's if that's what you're basing it on, that they've had their picture in the magazine and you haven't, and yet you're on mm -hmm. the same level skill-wise, why aren't you charging more? Yeah. It's, it makes no makes no sense whatsoever. Right. So having I understand where the wobble comes from because when you are creative, you are doubting your own abilities and you are worried about how you're seen and how people judge you and people like certain things, you know, have you know, my tastes are different from your tastes, for example. So you might like one thing and might I might think it's shit. Mm -hmm. But there's no reflection on your ability or your skills to deliver is just that people have a different idea yeah. of what they find appealing and not. Yeah. yeah. So what do we need to do when we have the wobble? 
Well, where do you start? Well, the one thing that my business partner has done is she's gone and talked to her husband and okay. he's put the fear of God into her and said, well, what if you don't sell anything? Uh-huh. And what if it fails? <laughs> and, you know, there is that thing. What if you don't sell anything? Well, what are you prepared to walk away from? Just, just as a reminder for us, we should probably do an entire episode about talking to your spouse and close family and friends <laughs> about business. Exactly. Yeah, that's so a topic for a different... It's what yeah. not to do. Do not yeah. go and speak to someone who's close to you. Mm-hmm. Go and speak to someone who has no emotional attachment to what you're doing, who has knowledge and expertise in the area that you, you know, have done these things before and use them as a sounding board because mm-hmm. it's much better to have an objective opinion and you'll get some more clarity about it. And lucky for you, we have the solution. <laughs> we do. Sorry. We have. I can. If there's <laughs> if you're feeling you having, you're having a wobble. If there's, if, yeah, if you feel you're having a wobble, there's one thing I can guarantee you 100%. And that's that Kat and I, neither of us, have any emotional attachment to your business <laughs> at all. So that fact, means that means one emotion. thing for you is that if you, you go to the growyoursalandfastshow.com forward slash start and you book a call with either of us, you will actually get our uncensored, no strings attached, raw review of you and your business. And that can be quite, not necessarily harsh, but it can be hard to hear. It can be hard to face the, having to face the truth. Somebody said to me after they got off the call with me, they felt like they'd had therapy. Um, mm-hmm. And it completely, in fact, it, did, it completely changed your life. I'm not going to blow smoke up my ass, but I worked with her. And three months later, she turned from someone who was depressed and virtually un, virtually suicidal to someone who completely ch- changed and was getting help for other health yeah. problems that she had. Um, so I'm not saying that I changed her mental health at all, but I got some clarity, got some clarity through what she was doing and she got some idea about what she was focusing on areas that she shouldn't be focusing on yeah. and focused on other things which helped her get out of the rut that she's in mm-hmm. and into a better space Mm. activated almonds activated almonds just gonna say that (laughs) anyway i think we're done we're on to the activated almonds again so it's time to (laughs) to wind down (laughs) full circle okay so that's episode number 81 done and dusted and you go to the go your silent false show.com forward slash start if you'd like to book a call with either cat or me and we'd love to have a chat with you We'd love to do that. Yeah. Cool. Ta-da. Okay. Take care. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.